Hello, it's Not The Top 20 and it's our betting show, sponsored by Black Type Bet. Black Type, excellent bookmaker, wonderful sponsors and great people. Now they've been doing us a favour in the last few weeks, well the last 10 weeks or so now, offering listeners of the podcast a free football bet to the tune of £10 for those who sign up to a Black Type account using the offer code NTT20. Very important that you do that when you are signing up rather than after you have signed up. Uh, Graham turned his free bet into just over 300 quid last week, backing five of our tips all together in a, in a multi. More on our tips shortly from last week. And Matt went with his own picks and again ended up just north of 300 quid. Guys, we love it when you let us know how you get on with your free bet, so please do tweet us at NTT20pod. No scoreboard winners last week. Uh, not a single nil-nil across the whole of the EFL. So that's scoreboard being a bit of a cruel mistress there. But we're thrilled how many of you are getting involved. As Liam Cope found out two weeks ago, um, there is a £20 free bet on offer for any winners who can pick a nil-nil in the EFL. That is the bore aspect and a score which is over 4.5. So get on Twitter at NTT20pod at Black Type Bet. Get involved with Score Bore this week. As soon as you've listened to the podcast, George, I referenced it there. Last week, we made some people some money, and ourselves as well. Uh, the most <laughs> successful week to date. Definitely the most successful, yeah. Nearly, I think, just over nine points in profit between the two of us, which is some serious cheddar. If you followed us in, uh, it helped that both of our naps won. Your nap was Sheffield United, mine was Birmingham. Um, and our match in focus as well, Coventry against Doncaster, we both tipped up winners. Yours was 2-1, to one, Coventry and over one and a half goals. It was 2-1. Mine was Coventry and BTTS, so the perfect result there. Unreal. Um, I also had Cambridge winning against Macclesfield and also had BTTS no in uh, in Bolton against Hull. You had Sunderland and Cobblers both winning, which meant that we were five from six for our sixfold, only let down by those pesky yellows. Um, Are I you was... going to give up? I think there's a re- genuine swell of, of people calling for you to stop picking for Let's or say, against Oxford. All I'm going to say is that I'm having a bet on Oxford to beat Scunthorpe this weekend, and that'll be the last you hear of Oxford's on this podcast. But that's not your pick this week. Exactly, that's my point. Okay. So I'm gonna, you know, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. You're Don't basically worry. banned from it. But and henceforth, forthwith, I've got my own ban. That's, uh, I mean, that's, that's not going to happen. I'm not, not going to listen to an FA regulated ban. I think I'm going to ignore you. Um, <laughs> but you were four point zero five points in profit. I was four point nine eight points in profit. So still ahead of you. Um, and you are minus one point six for the season. And I am in the prof in three point four up so a really really good weekend between the two of us we're in profit that's the important thing and if we can build on that massive weekend last weekend and keep doing more of the same then uh, hopefully everyone will be very happy here we go let's give it a go guys uh, tweet us your picks as well at ntt20pod as mentioned and let us know what you think about ours we're going to start with our match in focus Tranmere hosting Exeter now last week went very well with George and I splitting up and talking about a team each going in-depth on each side. George, you've looked at the home team this week, Tranmere. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, Tranmere, this season. Their home form is really, really good. They've won five, they've drawn two, they've lost one. Um, and they play, they play a system which obviously relies around Norwood up top. He's the key man scoring goals as well. And they had a fantastic result last time, um, winning 5-1. And I think a lot of Tranmere fans have been disappointed about the, uh, the inability to really put teams away at home. They were winning games 1 or 2 nil rather than really putting them to the sword. Uh, a lot's been made about Harvey Gilmore as well on loan this season yeah. and from Sheffield United. He's been absolutely superb. But he actually didn't start the game against Macclesfield. Lionel Cole came in at number 10 and made a, you know, made a difference there mm. as well. Uh, Gilmore coming 
in off the bench. Feels um, like and, Norwood's had a bit more help in the last few weeks. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And Paul Mullins obviously coming into form as well, scored his first league goal for the club. And he's actually playing on the right-hand side last weekend. Um, but if it, in the last couple of weeks as well, they've managed to get their defensive structure back as well. Manny Month's been playing on the at left back recently. He's now moved into centre-back again alongside McNulty and they've been very, very solid indeed. Um, their home form is decent. I've had concerns, as anyone who listens to this consistently, about Exeter for a while now. Mm. And um, I'm going to let you talk about Exeter before we qualify our bets. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting when, you've, when you're analysing one team uh, on one side of the match. I, I was surprised last week, for example, when we looked at Coventry Doncaster. You looked at Donny um, and, and your bet was pro Coventry. And I thought to myself, well, that, you know, that's impressive because for some reason, when you're analysing a team, um, it's easy to sort of buy into them or, 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 or get excited about them when you go in depth. But... This week, I'm, I'm doing similar to you last week, and I'm sort of agreeing, I suppose, with your concerns on Exeter. On, on the face of it, if you look at the season as a whole, um, their away form is very good. The third best away record in the league. They've only lost one of their eight away games, but their last four uh, games away from home have all been draws, all against teams outside the top ten. Uh, they've only been beaten in the league uh, to MK Dons, Lincoln and Forest Green, who I think we pretty much consider to be the best three teams in the league, ultimately. Um, so that's an impressive record in terms of not losing um, and conceding goals away from home. They've been very good, only six conceded, although I note that Tranmere have only conceded three goals at home this season. So um, the unders price very, very short, and you can see why. My main worry with Exeter is I think we're starting to see a, a drop-off. They started the season so, so well. I feel like this is the, the, a week or so ago we began a bit of a slide towards um, away from, let's say, the, the absolute challenging for the title and more towards a, a playoff push or similar. Um, the injury to Hiram Boateng has been a huge issue. I really liked and mentioned it earlier on in the season that the 4-5-1 or 4-3-3 that they were playing with Law, Boateng and Tilson in the midfield, I thought that made a, a brilliant midfield unit for League Two. Um, but without Boateng, uh, with his injury, they do lose a, a lot of guile. And my personal feeling is that the 4-4-2 that they play otherwise, with Jonathan Fort up front with Jaden Stockley, is just not quite as, as effective. I think they're better with the other system. So be interesting to see how they set up here. Stockley, of course, second top goal scorer in the league. Behind Norwood, he's got nine goals um, and many in the calendar year as well. So a, a, a good side extra, but... I feel like in the, in the last few results, we're starting to see a, a bit of a drop-off in form. Um, and I'm certainly, and it sounds like you might be as well, looking at a Tranmere-based bet. Keeping it simple, personally, I'm going for a, a Tranmere home win at 13 to 10 or 2.3 as a decimal. Yeah, I'm adding a little bit to that. I agree um, that Exeter look fairly toothless in attack at the moment. Tramway have conceded just one goal in their last three home games. Um, so I think this is going to be a difficult one for, uh, for Exeter to even score in. Mm. Um, I don't think we're going to necessarily see the same performance we saw from Tramway last time out, but I do think that Tramway are the likely winners here and I could see them shutting Exeter out. So I'm going for Tramway to win to nil at three to one. Nice. Okay. Tramway based picks this week, Coventry based picks last week. Um, that is a really interesting game in League Two and, and there's further League Two interest later on in the podcast. So Keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, George, what's your nap this week? Quite a decent run of napping from your, your good self, which has been contributing to your, your generally very good form over the last month or so. Where are you going this week? Yeah, going to, uh, to Rochdale, and it's bad news for the home fans because I'm napping Luton at 5-4 to four away at Rochdale. Um, had expressed some concerns earlier in the season about um, a possibility of, of Luton's away form being the undoing in terms of, in terms of being a promotion candidate. 
I think we're now seeing that they are over that. Um, a, a really good win away at AFC Wimbledon, a, a battling AFC Wimbledon last time. Um, a fantastic performance live on Sky at Barnsley as well showed that they're not a team who aren't turning up away from home. They just weren't necessarily getting the results. Um, a 97th minute winner against Oxford as well. You can see here they are now picking points up away from home and, and their performances are improving there as well. Rochdale, on the other hand, played eight, won two, lost five with a minus seven goal difference at home. Um, last time out, they did beat Charlton at home, which looks on the face of it like a decent result, but Charlton are really struggling for form and they actually had an, had an XG of 2.0 in the game and missed a penalty. So that 1-0 win will maybe flatter them. This looks to, like to me a fairly obvious case of just one of the best teams in the league playing against one of the worst teams in the league and any home advantage I think is going to be totally overvalued here. So um, I think it's the wrong price. And yeah, my two-point nap, five to four with black type, is Nathan Jones' Luton. Very interesting stuff. I reckon there'll be some Rochdale fans raising their eyebrows at being called one of the worst teams in the league there, but certainly in the last few weeks, very reliant on Mr. Henderson, especially from the penalty spot. Uh, my nap is also in League One. We're moving away from the championship-based naps, which will remain to be seen whether that's a, a good idea or not. Um, I don't think this is particularly exciting, but uh, I think that Portsmouth to win away at Bradford at three to four or 1.75 if you prefer a decimal odds is a bit of a banker Uh, I I normally wouldn't pick anything at this price but in terms of league one I was struggling for anything else that I liked and when you look at this we know that the that the form of Bradford is bad we also know that the whole feeling surrounding the club is bad that the players are low on confidence the manager, David Hopkin, has had a, a torrid time since joining uh, early on in the season, uh, refused to um, perform his post-match interview commitments after the last game, which they lost 4-0 against Gillingham. Uh, and, and I've seen nothing this week to suggest that the, the mood would have picked up for any specific reason. They're a team that has struggled greatly with injuries as well. The numbers, Bradford, one point in their last six home games. That was a 0-0 draw against Bristol Rovers. And in that time, they've lost home games to Wickham, Charlton, Sunderland, Rochdale and Coventry. They've conceded two or more in each of those five games that I mentioned there. Um, they've only scored three goals at home since August, all of them by Anthony O'Connor, who's a, a defender or a defensive midfield player. Um, all of them from set pieces, two of them following long throws, which appears to be Bradford's biggest threat. Only five goals, I think it is, in open play this season in League One. Portsmouth, by comparison... Away from home, just sensational. If it wasn't for Peterborough's absurd record, uh, then Pompey would be probably the best away side in the country. Six wins, two draws, no defeats. We've mentioned it before. The, the Playing away from home appears to suit Portsmouth uh, much better. Games in which they can actually soak up a little bit of pressure um, and, and hit teams on the counter with the pace of Lowe uh, and Curtis, whereas at home teams are sitting deep and getting a bit more joy against them. So with Pompey's exceptionally solid foundation, Clark at the back, I think we, we both agree, is one of the better defenders at League One level. Um, with Lowe, Curtis and Hawkins, who's been in the goals recently, they can do damage in, in different ways up front. 23 goals Pompey have scored from eight away games this season. That's almost three per game and it's very sort of solid average uh, as well so Pompey my nap they are three to four 1.75 away to beat Bradford I'm hoping that this is just going to be a a no-nonsense banker so next up we'll go up to the championship Uh, where are you looking this week there's like four teams I really like in the championship okay Um, well hopefully you'll give us all of them 
Well, you might have one of them, but I don't know what you're to pick is. I'll say it anyway. I like I like Brentford um, at home to Millwall. I like West Brom away at Hull, and I like Norwich away at Sheffield Wednesday. But I'm siding with Preston, um, who frustratingly, when I was doing my research this morning, um, were a bit bigger than the price they are now. But uh, but yeah, Preston at um, at eleven to ten with Black Type away at Ipswich. Uh, this is fully uh, an Ipswich-based bet. Um, Mark O'Hare often often tweets when teams are performing like this that someone should go and check on them because um, they're a team who, who aren't really producing anything at the moment. Their last three results um, have all been losses to nil against QPR, Leeds and Millwall conceding seven goals. Um, Preston, on the other hand, have scored three or more goals in three of the last five games. Alex Neal has them purring again uh, and has shown he can make them into a, um, a, a good attacking force. Obviously, you have the fabled new manager bounce, Paul Lambert coming in, but I'm not particularly convinced whilst I do think he'll be a decent appointment I'm not really sure what he could do in the last three or four days in order to arrest the slide um, I just don't think they necessarily have the personnel to either um, keep pressing out or, or cause much trouble going forward again they against Leeds and against Millwall they offered precious little going forward um, my only concern is that Millwall didn't create too much despite that 3-0 win but I do think the Preston have the tools to, to undo them so Again, like you said, with, with, the, with the Pompey pick, it's, it's skinny for an away team, um, but Ipswich aren't, aren't posting any numbers whatsoever in terms of, of, of going forward. So it looks to me like a game where if Preston score, they should win, barring something very, very different from Ipswich. So even though the price has slightly gone a bit, um, it would have been in nap territory had that, had that not clipped in, but, um, but I'm still happy to tip it. Yeah, you, you did mention my my pick for the championship you obviously know me very well at this stage um if you've been banned from picking oxford then i reckon i'm probably one away from (laughs) this being banned this will be the third time that i've napped a team away to hull previously middlesbrough who drew 1-1 and preston who also drew 1-1 so uh, third time lucky three strikes and i'm out Uh, this will be the last time i nap against hull uh, at the KCOM, unless West Brom do the business. They're at 6 to 5, which is 2.2 in decimals. That's with black type, of course. And how many times do I need to talk about how much I like betting against Hull? Uh, they've lost four of their seven home games. Those four have been against the top teams as well Leeds, Derby, uh, and then Blackburn and Villa as well. So the Hull overall have played eight of the top 14 teams uh, as the league table is currently. They've only picked up one point from those eight games against the, the teams in the top 14. That was that game against Middlesbrough, of, of course it was, um, which cost them a point, uh, cost Borough a point, I should say, cost me my nap. Uh, it was a, a boneheaded penalty conceded by, I think, Daniel Ayala, and, uh, which made me very upset. But uh, despite an away win at Bolton last week, I'm still convinced that they don't get any home advantage at the KCOM and that uh, strong teams in this league can blow them away. So then we come to West Brom. Uh, I consider them to be a strong team in, in this league. They've had a bit of a wobble, of course, in the last few weeks. We've slightly recalculated how we, how we discuss West Brom, how we analyse them, but there's absolutely no doubt that they've got quality and goals. Um, So I'm picking West Brom here for an away win um, and as a little sort of side nibble, as I'm calling it, an unofficial long shot because we try and and keep our long shots separate from our picks. Um, But just something to look at. West Brom's games this season have averaged 3.73 goals per game. Um, Even if you take out the 7-1 win against QPR, which was a bit of an outlier, Still 3.43 goals per game, so consistently uh, plenty of goals in their matches. They've won seven 
games this season, five of them have seen over 4.5 goals scored. So when West Brom win, um, most of the time there's a lot of goals involved. So have a look at West Brom win and over 3.5 goals. Black type offering that at 5-1. to one. I think that could be an interesting, as I, as I call it, side nibble uh, in the championship this week. Down to lead two. George, feeling good about this one? Yeah, um, again, it's nothing spectacular, but Mansfield to win um, away at Cheltenham. I was really impressed with Mansfield on, on um, Tuesday, night, Tuesday night, Tuesday night <laughs> getting past Crew. Crew had only been beaten once this season uh, at home, and they dispatched them with ease 3-0. Um, they've been unbelievably solid all season, it has to be said. They haven't necessarily picked up the points they've deserved, but, um, but Flitcroft's got them playing um, at least a, an effective style of football. Uh, Cheltenham, on the other hand, I'm just not really having it at all at the moment um, the, the managerial change hasn't really made a difference they're, they're fairly toothless up top Tyron Barnett um, is probably um, as you know as good as it really gets for them going forward and, and he hasn't done much at this level for a long time now Luke Varney I think we spoke about on Monday that exactly. top scorer with two exactly I mean that kind of case in point right there um, so and, and obviously both played midweek Cheltenham uh, dispatching Arsenal's under 21 team 6-2 they, they played a few first team players in that as well which is no good thing because it means they won't have that that rest um, over Mansfield both playing in midweek and Arsenal were down to 10 men after about four minutes in that game so I don't yeah. think you can take much joy from, from, from Cheltenham for that one um, so again it's a skinny away team but having seen what Mansfield did in dispatching crew well we've seen over a big enough sample size now that this Mansfield team um, can be very very difficult to break down at worst and, and Cheltenham can see goals for fun so um, at even money, I'm backing Mansfield to, to overcome Cheltenham. NTT20 betting show sponsored by skinny away teams, uh, but not my League Two pick. That's Colchester to beat Swindon at home at even money with black type. Uh, fairly straightforward this. Colchester have got the joint best home record in the league. Uh, they beat Lincoln last weekend uh, 1-0, which is about as good a result as you can get in League Two. They've beaten Crawley 3-1. Uh, and Yeovil 3-1. That's their last three home games. They've won six of eight overall for 18 points, the joint best home record in the uh, the league, four of those wins to nil. They've got very varied ways to hurt you up front. Sammy Smodix, we know, uh, on form, one of the better attacking players in the division. Courtney Senior is really um, coming of age this season and and a a hugely talented player, as we've seen uh, in some of the ways that he's scored this season. And Frank Nublet, uh, and Norris, Luke Norris up front as well. So uh, four good attacking options, uh, all in the same team. We've seen Colchester blitz teams this season. Uh, Swindon, uh, if you're not having Cheltenham, I'm not really having Swindon. Uh, they won away at Notts County last week, managing to score two goals from one shot on target, uh, which is one of those uh, really fun ones. Uh, own goal winner from Turley, of course. They've only had five shots on target in their last three games combined away from home. I don't think the squad, this Swindon squad, is is particularly well balanced, although it might be the case that, that Phil Brown just hasn't quite settled on a, on a balance. Um, when I look... At the, at the team each Saturday, it seems to change a fair bit. Sometimes it's not hugely clear what the system's going to be. Sometimes it's, it's, it's hugely different from the week before. I, I'm just not really having it. I'm not sure that... I, th- I think before that Notts County game, I saw a few tweets last week, this time last week, from, from Swindon fans and followers saying that uh, they weren't sure how much longer Brown was going to last. So that win at Notts County bought him a bit of time, but I, I expect them to be brought back down to earth here at Colchester. And I'm very surprised that 
um, Colchester are even money um, rather than shorter to win that. So Colchester, my pick in League Two. BTTS this week. George, you had a BTTS winner last week with a BTTS no uh, pick, which I always enjoy. And um, where are we going this week? Yeah, it's the uh, top of the table-ish clash between Lincoln and Forest Green for my BTTS. I think Forest Green are a massive price here uh, to win the game. Lincoln obviously struggling in recent weeks. Um, and because of that, I think they're likely to score um, BTTS in 100% of Forest Green's uh, games away games so far this season. Great stat. They're struggling to keep um, the teams out, but they do pick up points anyway. Lincoln also 75% BTTS in their home games as well. So this is going to be one where the onus is going to be on attacking. I think the fact that Forest Green are a big price to win it suggests that the both teams score um, price is a bit big as well so at 4-5 to five, my BTTS is a Lincoln City against Forest Green Rovers I'm trying to recreate your BTTS no joy from last week staying in the championship as well like you did uh, that game was Bolton and Hull I'm going Rotherham and Swansea both teams to score no is 10-11 to 11 in this one I'm going to be a bit statsy now I'm going to read out a couple that I stumbled across Swansea have failed to score in their last four away games in the league uh, they've actually scored 76% of their goals at home, so massive swing uh, between Swansea at home and Swansea away from home where they haven't quite found their feet. But they do have the second-best defensive record in the league, Swansea, very adept at keeping the opposition at bay. Rotherham have got the joint-worst attack in the league with just 11 goals in their 15 games, um, very few of them from open play, as they keep banging on about. And just in terms of BTTS... In four of Rotherham's seven home games, BTTS No has landed. In five of Swansea's seven away games, BTTS No has landed. So I'm going BTTS No, Rotherham v Swansea, uh, 10 to 11, very much a a stats-based bet this one. I could see it being nil-nil or a win to nil either way. And that's my pick. George, long shot, time to get excited. I mentioned that in League (laughs) 2 this week. There are a, a lot of big games. Lincoln Forest Green, you've mentioned. Now we've got a... We've got a, an interest in that. We've got an interest, a big interest in our match in focus, Tranmere and Exeter. But for me, the biggest interest of all is this game between Carlisle and Newport. And it's your long shot focus. Yeah, it's a correct score long shot. I, I never really bet on correct scores here, but I couldn't really ignore this one. Um, I fancy Newport to win this. Uh, Carlisle are absolutely desperate at home. They've lost their last five games at home uh, against Yeovil, Morecambe, Grimsby, Stevenage and Tranmere. I mean, that's hardly a, a rolls. Um, role of honour of the best teams in League Two. Um, in those five games, they have scored no goals. Yeah, zero goals at home. Um, I'm happy to take that as enough evidence that they're not going to pose much threat. Um, again, here Newport on a, on a great run of form. It's fair, to, it's fair to say they've won three games away from home this season. Uh, they won those games one nil, one nil, and two one. I think this is going to be pretty cagey. I think unders is is a fair bet here. I think Carlisle would um, would be delighted with a point early on. Um, but given that they're the favourites to win this game marginally and given the kind of stats there that Carlisle are unlikely to score and that Newport have won two of their three games, one nil away from home, um, I think that just worth a cheeky point is uh, Newport to win one nil at eight to one. I'm also looking at Carlisle and Newport, but, but I'm looking at it in, in a very different way. And that's where the intrigue lies. We are in, in, in one aspect going very much head to head here. So hopefully one of us will land a long shot, but it cannot, it will not be both of us this week. Jack, a Carlisle fan, tweeted us to flag up that he couldn't believe that, uh, that the Newport Price saying that they're fourth in the league. And as you mentioned there, Carlisle lost five at home without scoring a goal. But I think Newport are in a bit of a false position. 
They've conceded in each of their last seven games in the league. And I think that their fast start is beginning to slip slightly. And I, and I do think that their current position of fourth, I'd be very surprised if they get any higher than that. I'd be very surprised if they maintain that position over the next few months. However, I do think that what we have seen from this Newport side pretty consistently is that they tend to win the tight matches. They tend to grind out results and nick goals, uh, you know, one goal wins, that sort of thing. From the Carlisle side of things, yes, you're absolutely right. Zero goals in their last five home games, but they've had 81 shots across those five games, 20 of them on target. According to Experimental 361's data, in each of those five games in which they've scored no goals, they've had between 1.3 and 2.0 xG in every single one of those games. So I'm saying that cannot continue, that Carlisle will get that unlucky uh, and fail to score for a sixth consecutive home game. I've been enjoying Ashley Nadison up front for Carlisle this season, a rare bright spot. Um, It's fair to say that John Sheridan's initial bounce seems to have worn off. But I do fancy Newport for the win, just like you. But I think that Carlisle will score in this game for the first time in six home league games. So I'm going Newport and both teams to score. So Newport to win, both teams to score. That is around the six to one mark. That is the long shot. So we're in direct competition there and all eyes will be on... um, Brunton Park on Saturday to see who has analysed, who has called it correctly. That's all from us today. Uh, A quick reminder for those of you that aren't making the most of Black Type's free bet. It is a £10 free football bet, which you will receive without even depositing a single penny. When you sign up to Black Type, as you sign up, use the code NTT20, all in caps, NTT20, And the £10 free bet will appear in your bet slip. Two people tweeted us last weekend to say they used it and they both won big. So try and recreate that. Let us know how you get on. Get involved with Scoreboard. That's on Twitter. Tweet us and Blacktype with a game that you think will be nil-nil and a game that you think will have over 4.5 goals. I know where my score pick will be coming from. That'll be at the KCOM because, as I mentioned, West Brom my pick in the championship to win at Hull. George is picking Preston in the championship at 13 to 10, 2.3. Our Naps, both in League One, George, Luton to win. Again, 13 to 10, 2.3. Ali's very, very short odds, but he's called it a banker. I've called it a banker. Portsmouth to win away at Bradford, 3 to 4, 1.75. In League Two, A home team for Ali, Colchester, beating Swindon at even money. George going away from home again with Mansfield also at even money. So if you were to put them in a six-fold, West Brom, Preston, Portsmouth, Luton, Colchester and Mansfield. We were five from six last week, trying to go one better this week. BTTS, I've gone no in Rotherham. Swansea, just under evens at 10 to 11. George has gone yes Lincoln Forest Green again just under even money with black type for our long shot we are morally opposed George doesn't want goals in Newport Carlisle he just wants one Carlisle nil Newport one correct score at eight to one whereas I do want goals I want both teams to score but I also want Newport to win that's around the six to one mark hope you're all uh, keeping up with this noting these down but They will be listed on the Blacktype website as well. If you go to blacktype.bet, 
go to the football section, you'll find the NTT20 pod specials listed on the site. Finally, our match in focus, the big game between Tranmere and Exeter, both of us leaning towards Tranmere. I've gone with Tranmere, straight up home win, 13 to 10, 2.3, that price, a bit of a recurring theme this week. And finally, George's match in focus bet, Tranmere to win to nil. So we'll be willing on Tranmere there in that game against Exeter. Hope you've enjoyed this week's betting show. Um, Hopefully we can be as successful as last week. Either way, we'll be back on Monday to discuss all the goings on from the weekend. Thank you very much for listening. Please drop us a retweet or a share or just get in touch and let us know what you think about our picks at NTT20pod on Twitter, on Instagram, whichever is your preferred platform. Uh, Until Monday, that's it from us.